This is the kalam of Arif Billah, Hazrat Shah Aki Muhammad Akhtar Saab, Nawar Allahu Marqadahu, titled Yasubhi Madina, Yashami Madina. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Yasubhi Madina, Yashami Madina. Mubarak tujhe ye Qiyam-e-Madina Ye Subh-e-Madina Ye Shah-e-Madina Mubarak tujhe ye Qiyam-e-Madina Bala jane kya jamu mina hai alam Tera kefa'e khush kharam-e madina Bala jane kya jamu mina alam Tera kefa'e khush kharam-e madina Ye subh-e madina, ye shah-e madina Mubarak tujhe ye qiyam-e madina Madine ki galiyo mein har ik qadam par Ho madde nazar ihtiram madina Madine ki galiyo mein har ik qadam par ہو مد نظر احترام مدینہ یہ صبح مدینہ یہ شام مدینہ مبارک تجھے یہ قیام مدینہ Madina, 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 Madina Bara lutfadeta hai naam-e Madina Madina, 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 Madina Bara lutfadeta hai naam-e madina Ye subh-e madina, ye shah-e madina Mubarak tujhe ye qiyam-e madina نگاہوں میں سلطانیت ہے چہوں گی 
जो पाएगा दिल में पया में मदीना निगाहों में सुल्तानियत है चहोगी जो पाएगा दिल में पया में मदीना ये सुबह मदीना ये शाम मदीना मुबारक तुझे ये कयाम मदीना ये सुबह मदीना ये शाम मदीना मुबारक तुझे ये الحمدللہ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل امتي يدخلون الجنه الا من ابى قيل ومن يابى يا رسول الله قال من اطاعني دخل الجنه ومن عصاني فقد ابى او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala has blessed us with being the ummatis of the greatest of all his Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam as we discussed after the Isha Salah that with the barakat of being part of this ummat we have become the best of all ummats this is the honor that Allah Ta'ala has blessed this ummat due to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this rank and position is not because of who we are, but this is our good fortune that we have been placed in this ummat. But after having been honored with this rank, this position, this great bounty from Allah Ta'ala, the dictates of this is that we now subject ourselves to that way of life that Rasulullah brought, that he loved, that he presented, that we recognize him to start off with and we follow his way of life. This is what is going to guarantee our success in dunya and our success in the everlasting life of akhirat. The only way that we can gain the honor, izzat of this world also and the everlasting honor of the hereafter is by following in the way of life of Rasulullah Allah Ta'ala has made this very clear and plain in the Quran Sharif. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ Allah Ta'ala makes it an open declaration 
that Umm Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say to them, say to the entire mankind, that if you truly love Allah Ta'ala, and if you want to get to Allah Ta'ala, then there's only one way to get there. Fattabi'uni. Then follow me, follow in my footsteps. And what will be the result of this? Yuhbibkumullahu wa yaghfir lakum zunubakum. Allah Ta'ala will love you. In other words, you will become the beloved. Can we imagine that we becoming the beloved of Allah Ta'ala? But becoming the beloved of Allah Ta'ala, there's only one route to that. And that route is the ittiba and the following of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There is no other way of that. This is the clear explanation of this ayat of the Quran Sharif. Allah Ta'ala says, يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And Allah Ta'ala will forgive your sins as well. So in this Mubarak month of Ramadan, this is the very important aspect together with everything else that we bring ourselves onto the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Sahaba Kiram, they lived their lives exactly in the pattern that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught them. They had such a deep attachment that they could give their lives but not compromise the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They were attached to the being of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They were attached to his way of life. And this is the prescription for bringing that peace and happiness in our own lives, in our family lives, in our communities, and in the entire ummah and the whole world, the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with perfection in everything. And that being who was blessed with perfection in everything is worthy of being emulated and followed. And everybody else, the falling stars of dunya, what have they got to offer us? What do we find in them? And Allah forbid many don't even have any concept of what is right and wrong. Many don't even have the concept of istinja. And we make them our leaders, we make them our heroes. We become so enamored by them, we start following what they do and how they do. This is the reason why the ummah has become what it has become. Whereas Rasulullah wasallam, Allah Ta'ala blessed him with every perfection. And the sahaba kiram, Allah Ta'ala gave them the highest, greatest rewards and the highest ranks. That they preserved all this for us. They had such muhabbat, they would sit and even discuss the physical aspects of Rasulullah wasallam. They would ask one another, those who had been very young perhaps, when Nabi Wasallam left this dunya, and they didn't get to truly observe all the aspects of Nabi Wasallam themselves. This would have been an ongoing thing that they would inquire from others. They would inquire from those who had been close to him. Please tell us about this. Please tell us about that. This was that love. This was that muhabbat they had. Hazrat Hassan radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Hussein radiallahu ta'ala they were still very young at that time. They made it a point of inquiring each thing about Rasulullah How he lived in, within his home, how he conducted himself outside, how he lived with people, what were his features, what was the way that he performed his salah at night. And every minute detail the muhaddithin have recorded which related from the sahaba kiram If somebody wants to know, even about the hay of Rasulullah that too is preserved. 
kana rajil ash-sha'r that his hair was slightly wavy the sahaba ikram preserved that too somebody wants to know about the mubarak face of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam they preserved that as well that yatala'lu wajhuhu tala'lu al-qamar laylat al-badr that his mubarak face would shine like the 14th moon the jabir radiyallahu says i came out once on a moonlit night and i see somebody is outside then i notice it's rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam fajaltu anzuru ilayhi wa ila al-qamar says i started looking at the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam looking at the moon and looking again at nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and looking at the moon and i'm trying to make some comparison but he says falahu wa ahsanu indi min al-qamar Nabi Islam was more beautiful and handsome than the moon also. So the Sahaba Ikram preserved that as well. Somebody wanted to know about his teeth, his Mubarak teeth. So they preserved that as well. That Mufallajal Asnan. That they were slight, small, little, minute gaps between his Mubarak teeth. And Ru'iyak and Noor Yakhruju min Baini Thanaya. When Nabi Salaam would talk, it would be as if Noor is emerging through those fine gaps. Light emerging out of his Mubarak mouth. The Sahaba Kiram preserved that minute detail as well. If somebody wanted to know that how did Rasulullah Salaam walk, they preserved that walk as well. That Iza Masha Taqalla Kaannama Yanhattu Fi Sababin When Nabi Salaam walked, he walked in a strong way, in a firm way. He raised his feet with strength, not dragging his feet along. And it appeared as if he was walking in a downward incline. That was because he would walk at a quick pace. If somebody wanted to know that how were the palms of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they preserved that as well. Shasinul kafain wal qadamain. That his palms were fully fleshed. His feet were fully fleshed, which was a sign of masculinity and every detail this was the physical self of Rasulullah these are just some small glimpses the books of ahadith have all these details in there and to the extent that those things which were beyond our imagination Allah Ta'ala had blessed Rasulullah with all those attributes as well Hazrat Anas radiallahu says ma masistu dibajan وَلَا حَرِيرًا أَلْيَنَ مِنْ كَفِّ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم. I never touched any silk softer than the Mubarak hand of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. And وَمَا شَمِمْتُ رَائِحَةً أَطْيَبَ مِنْ رَائِحَةِ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم. I never smelt any fragrance sweeter smelling than the natural fragrance of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. Not the itar, his natural fragrance. Rather, the itar used to be enhanced the ithar used to be enhanced by adding his perspiration to it. One occasion he was resting on a very hot day and when he woke up there was some perspiration on that canvas that he was lying on because he was perspiring as due to the heat so somebody was busy collecting it and Nabi Salaam noticed after a while that this person is collecting he said, what are you doing? So she replied that I am collecting this we add this to our perfume there is nothing sweeter smelling than your perspiration. So that personality, Allah Ta'ala granted all this perfection, that light, 
that face of his would shine like the Mubarak moon, like his Mubarak face would shine like the moon. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu says, once I was busy threading something and that needle of mine fell, but in the dim light I couldn't find it. And at that time Rasulullah entered the room. In the glow of his Mubarak light, I found that needle. If Rasulullah had shook, shaken hands with somebody, for the rest of that day, he would also get that fragrance out of his hand. Now, all these attributes, Allah Ta'ala blessed him. So, does it behove of us, being the ummatis of Rasulullah that we still find admiration somewhere else? We still find attraction anywhere else? We still find anyone else worthy of emulation? Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with the zahir also to the total perfection. As Hazrat Hassan radiallahu says, that, وَأَحْسَنَ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَرَقَدْتُ عَيْنِي وَأَجْمَلَ مِنْكَ لَمْ النِّسَاءُ More beautiful than you, my eyes have never seen. More handsome than you, no woman has ever given birth to. كَأَنَّكَ خُلِقْتَ مُبَرَّأً مِنْ كُلِّ عَيْبٍ كَأَنَّكَ قَدْ خُلِقْتَ كَمَا تَشَاءُ you have been created free from every blemish, every fault, as if you were created the way you wanted to. Like somebody being asked, how do you want your face, how you want your nose, how you want your hands. He's going to choose only the very best. It is as if you asked for it. Allah Ta'ala gave it without any request. This was Allah Ta'ala's greatest creation and the most beloved of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala blessed him with the best of everything. So this is the zahir of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What about the batin? This is some glimpse we can still read about and get some idea of his physical features, etc. But who can ever describe what his batin was? There would be some little explanations that would come somewhere. But who could have ever described anywhere close to one fraction also of the reality of Nabi Sasun's batin? of his inner self. But some of the aspects that we need to take note about, that among the various things that have been explained regarding Rasulullah his Mubarak character, this too is the result of that batin, of that inner self. Character and akhlaq starts off inside. And when it is inside, then it will always appear outside. It will always display itself. It will always manifest itself in everything. And if the akhlaq is missing inside, then sometimes there will be some pretense of it. Sometimes there will be some forceful adoption of akhlaq. Sometimes there will be akhlaq for some other motives. But the reality of akhlaq will be missing. And therefore, when there is no other motive, then that akhlaq will be gone. For dunya, there will be akhlaq. For getting the money out of the customer's pocket, there will be a lot of akhlaq with him. There will be a lot of humility with him, so that he buys. But for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, that akhlaq won't come, because it's missing. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi the Sahaba had described this also in so much of detail. In one hadith, the explanation the Sahabi gives, Anas Sallallahu Ta'ala An, مَا كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam فَاحِشًا وَلَا مُتَفَحِّشًا وَلَا سَخَّابًا فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ That Nabi Islam was not vulgar. 
he was not obscene. He did not, number one, he was not vulgar by nature and he did not by force use anything vulgar or say anything vulgar also. Sometimes a person, his nature becomes vulgar. Over time, that becomes his nature. And Allah forbid that every other word is some colorful word. And this is how far away from the way of Rasulullah And neither in some odd occasion would he ever use any vulgar word or any vulgarity. This was neither natural nor anything on any odd occasion also. Or anything forced. He would never shout even in the marketplace. He would not shout and raise his voice even in the marketplace. Why marketplace? Why the bazaar? What has that got to do with shouting? Why is that specifically mentioned here? Because the marketplace, everybody shouting. And those who don't shout elsewhere, they also come in the marketplace and that person now to sell his wares also is shouting. Or whatever the case is, he's shouting about. Even where everybody else is shouting, Rasulullah would not be shouting there as well. So can it be imagined him shouting at home? Can it be imagined him raising his voice with his companions? Can it be imagined him blowing the top as we say? It was out of the question. Yes, there were times when he had to display some uh, irritation, we may, may not be the word, but some kind of dislike for something that was done incorrectly. So he expressed that dislike, he rectified what was wrong, but that too was done in a dignified manner. Nabi sallallahu Another hadith, it's just general. He never was somebody finding fault all the time. Looking for mistakes. Whether especially normally this will happen in those who are one's subordinates in some way. It will happen in how one conducts himself with one's own family. So Nabi Islam, this was not his way. Wala sakhaban fil aswaq. Wala And he would not return wrong with wrong, evil with evil. Walakin ya'fu wa yasfahu. He would forgive and overlook. Rasulullah is being described. This was his way. In another hadith, Sahabi explains in a lengthy riwayat. The Nabi Sallallahu had totally made himself aloof from three things, totally given up three things. Al-Mira' wal-Ikbar wa ma'la ya'ni. Getting involved in disputes and arguments, this was totally far away from his life. Pride. Nabi Sallallahu had nothing to do with this. And futile things. Nabi Sallallahu had nothing to do with this. All these things were far away from his life. He was nowhere close to it. There were times when he had to set the wrong right. That was done. But arguments and disputes and quarrels and pride and arrogance and getting involved in futile things, these were things that Nabi Islam had no place in his life for. And he conducted himself despite being the greatest of all. He conducted himself as the most humble person. Aisha Siddiqah was once asked that how was Rasulullah in the home? How did he conduct himself and his time in the home? 
So she says, what are you asking about how he conducted himself? He was like any other human being. Sometimes he needed to milk the goat, which was a very menial task. He could have merely made the slightest indication and 50 people would run to do it. He would go himself and milk his goat himself. Sometimes his shoes needed mending. He could have made the slightest indication and a hundred people would be ready to do it. He would sit down quietly and mend his own shoes. He would sometimes sweep the house. Who we are talking about? Talking about Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We are talking about Sayyidul Anbiya wal Rusul. The greatest of all the Anbiya and Messengers of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. We are talking about Ba'das Khuda Buzruk Tu'i Qisla Mukhtasar. After Allah Ta'ala, it's only your rank. That personality is so humble that he can even bring himself to that, that he is sweeping the house also. And Yahdimu Nafsahu. He did something, he did it for himself. He didn't make demands and issue orders and ask and demand things. He needed something, he helped himself. He served himself. Whereas his own wives are there. But he made no demands on them. Normally this becomes like a standard thing that everybody must be at my beck and call. And after I click my fingers, it's too late. Before I click, it must already be done. Whereas Rasulullah is showing us a different example. And what consideration, this consideration also, part of this akhlaq, and part of his humility, is this consideration. Normally, you would have been hearing about this when the 15th night of Shaban comes. Rasulullah is waking up after coming lay down for a short while on the bed and he thought Hazrat Aisha had now fallen asleep so now he's waking up to go for the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. and how he's waking up that he wakes up Hazrat Aisha wasn't asleep she was awake so she was observing quietly what's going on and she preserved this for the ummah Allah Ta'ala gave her the greatest rewards so she says Rasulullah woke up he woke up gently. Fanta'ala ruwaydan. He then put on his shoes very gently. Then wafatahal baba ruwaydan. He then opened the door very gently. He then left the room. Wa'aglaqal baba ruwaydan. He then closed the door behind him very gently. Now on every aspect she is repeating this word that indicates how gently this was done that she took so much notice of it that this is he's going about it extraordinarily gentle why because he thought she had fallen asleep her sleep must not get disturbed but this was it her sleep must not get disturbed and those of our kabir obviously all our kabir they had this a full share of this ittiba of rasulullah sallallahu they live the same life. Just the one incident that comes to mind on this note that we just discussed, that Rasulullah he is not waking up for anything else. He is waking up for ibadat. 
But how he's waking up? Who's there? Nobody else, his wife only. But this consideration that her sleep must not get disturbed. So he's going about it in this gentle manner. Hazrat Tanwi Rahmatullah once in his latter part of his life, in his old age, he was very sick. Late at night he had to wake up to go to the toilet. So he woke up and the toilets used to be outside. There's no water, so that can used to be taken and the water taken. And So in any case he went and on his way back, because he was very ill, very weak, and all this exertion, it became too much. And on the way back, he fell unconscious, he fainted. Because of this exhaustion, due to the weakness, the illness. After a short while, everybody is asleep, nobody knows what happened. He gained consciousness, and he realized that he's fallen. He woke up and made his way to his bed. As he came and laid down on the bed, now just to keep in mind what just happened now. Person has just fainted. He's fallen and he's so ill. Now he made his way back to his bed. Now as he lay down, he remembered that when I fell at that time, I was I had that can in my hand, that lota, that jug. And now that would have fallen and it's somewhere in the way. To start off with, somebody else will wake up to use it, they won't find it in his place, they'll be inconvenienced. And then somebody may trip over it. Now his wife was sleeping in the same room. But he, he couldn't, didn't have the heart to wake her up and disturb her sleep. In that condition, he woke up again. With difficulty, made his way back to where he had fallen. Found that jug, took it, put it back in its place and came back to his bed. These were the true ashiks of Rasulullah These were the people who had the true understanding of what is ittiba of Rasulullah So they had these qualities in their lives. We have just the words. We have the lip service. We have all the theory. But the practicality, the implementation of these lessons in our day-to-day lives, this is something unfortunately far away from us. And this is the prescription that we have to bring back into our lives. That we have to now adopt the two particular aspects that we mentioned. That one was that Nabi Sallallahu this was his natural light that he carried along. This was his physical light. Allah Ta'ala blessed him with that glow, with that physical beauty, that light. And the other was his natural fragrance. The physical being of Rasulullah Sallallahu is no more with us. Allah Ta'ala has taken him. But every sunnat of Rasulullah sallam emanated from him. That too carries his light and carries his fragrance. And to the extent we will bring this sunnat in our lives, our lives will be lit up. Our lives will become fragrant. And when we will be living with this fragrance, we will be living with this light, then they will, the, our homes will be lit up. Due to the lack of this life of Rasulullah our homes are in darkness. And a dark place is a place of a lot of uneasiness. If this masjid suddenly now load shedding suddenly kicks in and it's totally dark, everybody will be uneasy till the light comes on. It's a natural human feeling that in total darkness, you, because you are uneasy, you don't know whether you, some, something will happen, something is coming in your direction, 
whether you're walking, where you're going to put your step, you might fall, you might walk into something. So all these things make a person feel insecure in darkness. Darkness brings uneasiness. And everything that is against the sunnah of Nabi Wasallam, if the sunnah carries nur, then that carries zulmat. And everything that we will bring in our lives, which is against the sunnah, we are bringing so much of darkness in our lives. So much of darkness into our hearts. To the extent of that zulmat in the heart, the heart is going to be restless. The heart is going to be uneasy. With all the comforts and luxuries, with the best of food, with the best of so-called entertainment, person will be sitting in the in front of the best scenery and he would have paid tens of thousands of rands for that star-studded holiday and he'll come out worse off than what he went. To the extent that the zulmat comes, nothing from outside can give that peace and comfort. That peace and comfort will come when there's light inside. And fragrance, if there's a bad smell, then that bad smell makes a person feel very, very uneasy, makes him feel very bad. And with this fragrance, person who's feeling down and out also, somebody comes and applies some very good ether on him, he also starts feeling a little bit fresh. It freshens his mind. So to the extent that we will bring the sunnah, this fragrance will make our lives fragrant. That fragrance will make us feel happy. It will make us feel at peace and at ease, despite the challenges of dunya. So these were the two very great things in the life of Nabi Wasallam, among the innumerable other things. This is still available for us. This is the lesson of today that we have to take. That we want to make our lives, we want to light up our lives, we want to make our lives fragrant, and there's only one way for that. Then there'll be muhabbat between the people of the house. At the moment everybody is doing everything that brings zulmat. And then we are still trying to create muhabbat. Muhabbat comes out of the ittiba of Rasulullah sallallahu To get out all those things that are destroying this barakat from our homes. Whether it is that box, whether it is that internet that is being misused and abused, and whether it is those magazines and the papers which have become pornographic and whatever else. All these things destroy that barakat. This, these things bring that zulmat. It takes that noor away. These things carry a stench with it. When a person lies, in the Hadith Sharif it's mentioned that a person lies. There's a stench that emanates from his mouth. That stench is so severe that the angels of Rahmat, they flee to the extent of one mile away to get away from that stench. They get it. They sense it. But the lesson in this that every sin carries a stench. Now physically, the, the nose won't feel the stench because it's a inner thing. But the heart will get affected by the stench. The heart will get affected by the stench. And a stench, as we said, is something that makes a person very uneasy. He doesn't want to be there. He's restless. But now if the stench is inside him, where is he going to run? So the only way is to remove that stench and bring this light, bring this fragrance, the fragrance of the sunnah of Rasulullah And that is in every facet of life. Whether it comes to the aspects of eating and drinking, 
Every sunnah carries its own unique nur. Whether it is aspects pertaining to eating and drinking, or aspects pertaining to our appearance, this too is something that brings us closer to Rasulullah Rahmatullah He says on the day of Qiyamah, all I can say, I will do, I will say, Tere Nabi ki Ya Rab, Shabahat leke ayahu, Hakikat uskutu karde, Me surat leke ayahu. That Ya Allah, I have merely brought the appearance of your Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, I have brought the outward appearance. I have merely brought his resemblance. I have brought merely the form. Ya Allah, you make it reality. So this is where everything lies in the following of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala has already declared it. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا It is a most noble and beautiful example for you in the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And in his ittiba is every barakat, every rahmat, as one poet puts this in a beautiful couplet, where he says, Qadam qadam pe barakate, nafas nafas pe rahmate, jaha jaha se wo shafi'e asiya guzar gaya. And at every step is only barakat. And at every breath is only the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. Where jaha jaha se wo shafi'e asiya guzar gaya. Where Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed through. Now he is, this is poetic language. So he's saying wherever Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam went, Shafi'a Asiya, this refers to that being who will intercede on behalf of the sinners. Now Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam didn't go out of Hijaz. Makkah Mukarrama, Madinah Munawwara, and the surrounding areas. He was there only. And after 23 years of Nubuwad, Allah Ta'ala took him away. So does it mean that the rest of the world will be deprived of this? Where Rasulullah Sallallahu was personally there and that same way of life that he gave carries that same nur and barakat and rahmat. So wherever this re- reached and whoever accepted it, if somebody still closed his doors to it, then he deprived himself. So he says, Jaha jaha se wo shafi'e asiya guzar gaya. Where he didn't go up to this point in time, it's still night, meaning darkness. If there's any place in the world today also where Rasulullah didn't go personally, his teachings and talima didn't reach there. His deen didn't reach there, that place is in darkness, in the darkness of ignorance, in the darkness of all kinds of vice and evil. And whoever kept his doors closed to it, he's also in darkness. Wahi wahi subah hui jaha jaha guzar gaye. Jaha guzar nahi hua, wahi raat aaj tak. Wahi wahi subah hui jaha jaha guzar gaye. Morning only broke and dawn only broke wherever he passed. Where he went, where his talimat went, where his way of life was accepted. Where people embraced his way of life. So whether it pertained to the way how he ate and drank or his appearance and what his akhlaq was, how he conducted himself at home, how he conducted himself with people outside, how he conducted his mu'amalat, what kind of mu'asharat and social life he taught, what was his tawazu and humility, what was his generosity, what was the nature of his forgiveness. 
and all the various attributes and all the qualities that Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with. That is also part of this ittiba of Rasulullah So this is the message and the lesson that we have to take together with all the other aspects of Ramadan. That how much of this life of Rasulullah we have brought into our practical lives. Unfortunately, by and large, this has become something confined for the books and something confined for some special occasions. Maybe we will discuss this and then Salaam Alaikum and we all gone. But then when we get back to our work, to our businesses, to our family lives, do we practice on that? Wala sakhaban fil aswaq. Maybe Isaac never shouted around. Do we practice on that? Wala ayyabin. He was not one who was always looking for faults in others. Do we practice on this that if something Nabi Islam was not very happy about, not because it was not correct in terms of deen, but sometimes there's just some personal preference. Person wants something in a certain way. So it's a personal preference, it's not something to do with a deeny issue. So what was his manner in these things? He just turned a blind eye to it. He just ignored it like nothing happened. Is this something that we are going to practice on? This is the question for us. All these aspects. These are just some small little examples. These are just a few snippets. Some slight glimpse into, into the Mubarak life of Rasulullah But this is what we have to study deeply. This is what we have to study with the intention of bringing into our lives. Unfortunately, we have read the lives of so many people, but we haven't read, we haven't read the life of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu If one considers how many things we read in the day, things which may be of some use to us in dunya, how many things which are harmful for us even in dunya. But we go on reading so many things, but to read the seerat of Rasulullah sallallahu to read about his Mubarak life, to read about his Mubarak sunnah, and to make an effort to bring that into our lives, that is something far away from us. So this is the decision we have to make. This is the resolution. This is the purpose of these gatherings and these discussions. For me and for everyone, I am most in need for us to reflect that how much of this have we brought into our lives and how much of it we are going to now make an effort to bring into our lives. That character of Rasulullah al-Janib. Sahal al-Khuluq, very easy going, very soft-natured. Is this our nature? Are we, somebody can vouch for themselves, I'm very easy going, I'm soft-natured. So this wasn't the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu to be very harsh and hard and everything to come down forcefully on somebody. He was very easy going, very soft-natured. These are the things to implement in our lives. And when this will be implemented, this will bring that barakat, this will bring that rahmat, this will bring all that light and will lighten up our lives, lighten up the lives of others around us. As we discussed one of the days, that many a times, people find it like an impossibility to remain at home. Why? says, well, being at home is like an azab. Why is it an azab? Have we reflected? Have we really 
search for the reasons and often we'll find many reasons in others. Have we looked within ourselves to start off with? That what is our way? What is our approach? And how much of light we are carrying? How much of noor are we walking around with? The noor of the sunnah of Rasulullah Or are we carrying zulmat? A person is casting all kinds of haram glances the whole way home. So now how much of zulmat he has accumulated? All, every haram glance that he cast, driving from his work to home, and Allah forbid the whole day while at work also, everything is accumulating zulmat. It's accumulating this darkness. Now when he enters his home, he's bringing all this darkness inside. Now he's feeling uneasy at home because now this whole darkness is inside this house. And he's looking for the fault in somebody else. This is quite a serious topic, but nevertheless something just coming to mind on the lighter side. One person was praising his wife. MashaAllah, she's, oh, how considerate she is and how well everything goes. And when I come home, he says that that basket is ready, my rod is ready also. And I just have something to eat and everything is already prepared. I don't even have to waste any time, I'm gone. So now he was mentioning this as praise. MashaAllah. So he said, MashaAllah, very good. But have you even thought any time that why she's keeping everything ready so you can go so quickly? <laughs> that he, has that crossed your mind? That mashallah she's being so ready with everything. After the whole day the husband has been at work and the whole day she's been alone at home. She should have been waiting for him to remain at home. Why is she so happy that he's now going back? Because that is the akhlaq sometimes of how we conduct ourselves. They also feel rather he be outside. So this life of Rasulullah is what we have to come back to. We have to bring the sunnat in our lives. And sunnat is not only confined to eating and drinking and how we go about other day-to-day aspects. That is also part of the sunnat. That is also a very important part of it. But the entire aspect of life our mu'amalat, our mu'asharat, our akhlaq, and every aspect when we will now, everything won't happen overnight, but we have to start making this sincere effort, and this concerted effort, to the extent we will bring this in our lives, that light will come in our lives, that fragrance will come in our lives, and it will light up people around us as well. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq, wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillah. recite La ilaha illallah a hundred times. In Hadith Sharif it's mentioned that a person recites La ilaha illallah a hundred times daily. Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamah. What this means is that Allah Ta'ala will give him the tawfiq of doing those amal, the righteous actions that will become the means of his gaining this great honor on the day of Qiyamah. And inshallah he'll get the tawfiq of staying away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala and sin. So this is something we should try to do daily. When saying La ilaha Bring to mind that everything in the heart that is ghayrullah, everything besides Allah Ta'ala, all the dirt and filth in our hearts, all the evils, everything has been taken and thrown out. And illallah, there's a noor settling in the heart, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala. La ilaha illallah 
محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہوں تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناما سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 
Beside Allah, with this in mind that there is this pillow of nur coming into our hearts, which is the love of Allah Ta'ala, and everything which is Ghayrullah is being demolished out of our hearts and being cleansed from our hearts. And just as we have a tongue in the mouth, there's a tongue in the heart that is also saying Allah, everything around us is saying Allah as well. Allah, Allah, Jalla Jalaluhu, Amma Nawaluhu. Allah, 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 رسوامکن 
ಗರ್ಭದಮ್ಮನ್ ಸಿರ್ಯಮನ್ ಪೇದಾಮಕುನ್ ಇಲಾಹೀ ಬಂದಾರಾನು ಸ್ವಾಮಕುನ್ ಗರ್ಭದಮ್ಮನ್ ಸಿರ್ಯಮನ್ ಪೇದಾಮಕುನ್ ಹರ್ ತಮನ್ನಾ ದಿಲ್ ಸರುಖಸತ್ ಹೋಗೈ ಅಬ್ ತು ಆಜಾ ಅಬ್ ತು ಖಲ್ವತ್ ಹೋಗೈ ಹರ್ ತಮನ್ನಾ ದಿಲ್ ಸರುಖಸತ್ ಹೋಗೈ ಅಬ್ ತು ಆಜಾ ಅಬ್ ತು ಖಲ್ವತ್ ಹೋಗೈ ಮಿಠಾ ದೇ ಅಪನಿ ಹಸ್ತಿ ಕೋ ಛೋಡ ದೇ ಸಾರಿ ಬಸ್ತಿ ಕೋ ಬಸ್ತಿ ಬಸ್ತಿ ಕಹತಾ ಜಾ ಅಲ್ಲಾ 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 ಅಲ್ಲಾಹ يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم والسلامه من كل اثم والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته 
ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وقنا عذاب النار وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت إله العالمين يا الله Oh, most merciful Allah, most kind Allah, most gracious Allah, most loving Allah. Yadahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we can never thank you for all your favors and bounties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your countless blessings, Ya Allah. Yadahul Alameen, every moment your countless blessings are with us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are breathing the air you provided for free, Ya Allah. Yadahul Alameen, we drink the water that you send down from the heavens, Ya Allah. Yadahul Alameen, we eat the food that you provided, Ya Allah. Yadahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we use all your ni'mats and bounties, Ya Allah. But Ya Allah, we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have been so shameless, Ya Allah. Yadahul Alameen, after using all your favors, and bounties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have disobeyed you so much, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have disobeyed you in every way, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we have misused everything in us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we have soiled our eyes, Ya Allah. Our eyes have become najis, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the tears coming through the eyes are also najis, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, our ears are filth, Ya Allah. Our tongues are so soiled in filth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, our hearts are immersed in filth and dirt, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, from head to toe, Ya Allah, with every type of, type of filth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we have been so shameless, Ya Allah. We have been so ungrateful for all your bounties and favors, Ya Allah. But Ya Allah, we regret it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we definitely regret it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, on this Mubarak night, we are sincerely repenting, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, making sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you love forgiving, Ya Allah. Allahumma innaka afuun 
تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم يا الله فوجيو اول سنز يا الله الله فوجيو ميجر ماينر سنز يا الله الله فوجيو ذا سنز اوف ذا دي اند نايت يا الله فوجيو ذا سنز ذات وي ديد ديليبرتلي اند مستيكنلي يا الله اله العالمين يا الله الله ذير از نو بدي تو اسك يو واي يو فوجيو اس يا الله يا الله يا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بكم هابي يا الله الله هيز مبارك هارت ويل بي كول يا الله اله العالمين وي ويل بي سيفد يا الله اله العالمين يا الله شو يوم مغفرت ونسي الله اند ميك ذا مبارك هارت اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم هابي يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يو فوجيو اس يا الله فوجيو اور فاميليز يا الله فوجيو اور فريندز اند ريليتيفز يا الله فوجيو ذا انتاير امه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله فوجيو ذا امه يا الله يا الله فوجيو ذا امه يا الله الله شو يوم مغفرت اون ذا امه يا الله شو يوم رحمه اون ذا امه يا الله Allah remove the suffering of the ummah ya Allah remove the difficulties and hardships of the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the disgrace of the ummah ya Allah Allah we acknowledge all this is due to our sins ya Allah Allah give us a tawfiq of doing those a'mal that bring down your rahmat ya Allah Allah save us from those a'mal that bring your azab ya Allah Ilahul alamin grant afiyat to the ummah ya Allah Allah grant afiyat to the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the oppression from the ummah ya Allah Allah hold back the hands of the oppressors ya Allah give them hidayat ya Allah if hidayat is not decreed ya Allah wipe them out from the face of this earth ya allah ala bring such a punishment that the whole world takes a notice ya allah allahumma khudhum akhdha azizin muqtadir allahumma khudhum akhdha azizin muqtadir ilahul alamin ya allah ala you keep us steadfast on deen ya allah ala keep us steadfast on deen ya allah ala don't leave us to ourselves ya allah ala don't leave us to ourselves for one breath ya allah ilahul alamin you give us istiqamah on deen ya allah ala give us istiqamah on the tauba we've just made ya allah ala save us from every ever going back to those sins ya allah ya allah we are firmly resolving never to commit those sins again ya allah ala you keep us steadfast ya allah ala you save us from every haram ya allah ala save us from the sins of the eyes ya allah save us from the sins of the ears ya allah save us from the sins of the tongue ya allah save us from the sins of the hands and feet ya allah ala save us from the sins of the heart ya allah ala purify our hearts ya allah ala purify our hearts ya allah ala purify our filthy hearts ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah fill it with your mubarak ya love ya allah fill it with your pure love ya allah ala fill it with the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah fill it with the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin allow us to adopt every sunnah in our lives ya Allah Allah grant us the complete way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah give us his akhlaq ya Allah Allah give us his forgiveness ya Allah Allah give us his easy going nature ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah give us his sweet talk ya Allah give us his sweet tone ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah give us his way of eating ya Allah give us his way of sleeping ya Allah Allah give us his way of dealing ya Allah give us his way of social life ya Allah Allah give us his way of everything in his life ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah make us his true followers ya Allah Allah make us his true followers ya Allah Allah make us his true followers ya Allah Allah on the day of qiyamah let him be happy to see us ya Allah Allah let him be happy to see us ya Allah Allah let him be for overjoyed that this is my ummati who really followed my way ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah save us from that day becoming those that he will chase away ya Allah that he will say sahkan please get away from here ya Allah Allah who can save us then ya Allah ya Allah we be totally doomed and destroyed ya Allah ilahul alamin ya allah you give us a tawfiq of following his way of life ya allah and let him be happy to meet us meet us on that day ya allah and let us bring comfort and coolness to his mubarak heart ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you forgive us for all the wrongs we've done ya allah ya allah save us from all the fitna and fasad ya allah and save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan ya allah ya allah you protect us and guide us ya allah ya allah you protect us and guide us ya allah ya allah we cannot protect ourselves ya allah ya allah we are too weak ya allah ya allah save us from every trial ya allah save us from every trial in our 
our deen, Ya Allah. Allah, don't test us in our deen, Ya Allah. Allah, don't test us in our deen, Ya Allah. Allah, don't test us in our deen, Ya Allah. Allah, don't test us in dunya also, Ya Allah. Allah, save us every child of deen in dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, we are very weak, Ya Allah. We cannot withstand any trials, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the trials of dunya, Ya Allah. Save us from the trials of the akhirat also, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are very weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we can't stand the heat of the sun, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, where are we going to stand the heat of akhirat, Ya Allah? Where are we going to stand the heat of the day of qiyamah, Ya Allah? Allah, give us the shade of your arsh, Ya Allah. Allah, give us the shade of your arsh, Ya Allah. Allah, give us the shade of your arsh, Ya Allah. Allah, don't throw us into Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, don't throw us into Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, whatever we've done, Ya Allah. Allah, we're begging you for forgiveness, Ya Allah. Allah, don't put us in the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, we cannot stand the heat of sun, Ya Allah. Where are we going to stand the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah? Ilahul Alameen, you protect us and guide us, Ya Allah. Allah, you save us from every azab, Ya Allah. Save us from the azab of the qabr, Ya Allah. Save us from the azab of the day of qiyamah, Ya Allah. Save us from the azab of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, we are your weak servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, but we are your servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, we have bowed our head to you alone, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we are, we are the ummatis of your beloved Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, you accept us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have more mercy than all the mothers of the world put together, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the giver of mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the giver of compassion, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the giver of kindness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your compassion is unlimited, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your mercy is unlimited, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how many sins we may have, Ya Allah. It may add up to more than all the sand grains of the earth, Ya Allah. It may add up to all the waters of the ocean, Ya Allah. But Ya Allah, one drop of your maghfirat is enough, Ya Allah. To wipe out all our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging the showers of your maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging the showers of your rahmat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your mercy upon us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down the mercy upon our families, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down the mercy upon our communities, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your mercy upon the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, the ummah is in a pitiful condition, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the ummah is in a pitiful condition, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the ummah is being trampled, Ya Allah. The ummah is being mercilessly slaughtered, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is nobody to put the hand of shafqat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is nobody to turn the hand on the head of this orphan, Ya Allah. Alameen, ya Allah, you shower down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your barakat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us on deen, Ya Allah. Till our last breath, keep us on iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, take us on iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, raise us on the day of qiyamah with iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on iman kamil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our covers gardens of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the azab of the qabr, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the azab of the qabr, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the azab of the qabr, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away from our families and the entire ummah, Ya Allah, make their maghfirat, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill their qabrs with noor, Ya Allah. Allah, raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them the high stages in Jannah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of the illness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, all those who are in financial difficulties. Ya Allah, you remove their difficulties with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, those who have any kind of problems and hardships, Ya Allah, remove their hardships and problems, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, those who are in anxieties, worries, depression, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah. 
Lord, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of the entire Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, how much of sacrifices he made for us, Ya Allah. Allah, how much of difficulty he underwent for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, he made his Mubarak Eid Shaheed for us, Ya Allah. Allah, blood fruit from his Mubarak face, Ya Allah. Allah, he saw his Sahaba being mercilessly slaughtered, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, his family members were persecuted, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how much of pain and suffering he underwent for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, today we have become the ones trampling on his Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, what a terrible crime we've committed, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, after all that he's done for us, Ya Allah. He remembered us at all times, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, he remembered us when he was leaving this dunya also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, yet we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been so unappreciated, Ya Allah, that we forgot him, Ya Allah. That we forgot his way of life, Ya Allah. We abandoned his sunnah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how terrible you have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you forgive us for this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us a tawfiq to come back to his way of life, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to follow his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let, me, let his sunnah become more beloved to us and everything, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the ways of Yehud and Nasara from our lives, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, let everything in our lives become according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our weddings become according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Let our funerals be according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Let our functions be according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Let our families be according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Let our appearance and dressing be according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, let every aspect of our life be according to the sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are, Ya Allah, present, you know the cry of each one's heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what each one's needs are, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant the best of dunya and akhirah to each one, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make each one your true servant, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make each one your friend, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive anyone of us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive anyone of us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us all your true friends, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make us those, Ya Allah, with whom you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us all your resign, pleasure, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant Grant us your resign pleasure, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us your resign pleasure, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us till our last moment on taqwa, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us all the wealth of taqwa, Ya Allah. And keep us till our last moment with taqwa, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant our families taqwa, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant our relatives and friends taqwa, Ya Allah. Grant the entire ummah taqwa, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those who ask us to make dua for them. Ya Allah, grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Give them all their needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their pious Aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have made ihsan upon us, who have made our khidmat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cannot pay this back, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you give them the best of rewards, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you give them all the barakat and blessings, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak band, whatever amal we've done, Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, it's not worthy of presenting to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept it out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever, Ya Allah, time has already passed, Ya Allah. We wasted so much of time, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us for that, Ya Allah. Enable us to appreciate the list of the moments that are with us still, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you safeguard us and protect us from all the fitnas, Ya Allah. Protect us from all the fitnas, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept all the work of deen that is taking place, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept the work of the madaris and masajid and makatib, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the khanqas, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of dawat and tabliq, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the jamaats are making an effort, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the organizations of deen accept their work, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make all this work a means 
winds of hidayat ya allah ela blow the winds of hidayat ya allah ela blow the winds of hidayat ya allah ela bring your servants into deen ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah there are so many of our brothers and sisters ya allah ya allah who have left the fold of islam ya allah ilahul alamin bring them back ya allah ya allah give them again the tawfiq of iman ya allah ya allah they have been waylaid by nafs and shaitan ya allah ya allah they have been hijacked by nafs and shaitan ya allah ya allah you give them the tawfiq of coming back ya allah ya allah you save god them ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah Ya Allah, you bring everyone else also in Iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu asked for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we also seeking refuge, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Anta al-musta'an, anta al-musta'an. مستعان انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا وتب علينا وتب علينا يا 